welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from Learn, Do, Grow with Brandon Pierpont of Painter Marketing Pros. In this episode, Brandon talks about how to generate sales 24-7 in 2022 with a painting sales on-demand plan. Hello, I'm Brandon Pierpont. Welcome to episode number eight, the final episode of the eight-part series, Learn, Do, Grow, Marketing for Painters, uh, conducted by Painter Marketing Pros in association with the Painting Contractors Association. So today we are actually going to be revisiting a topic that we covered at the very beginning. Uh, it's going to be a very similar webinar to that one, except it's going to have some differences and it's going to be focused on 2022. So what is your game plan, your overall marketing game plan for 2022? The episode is your 2022 Painting Sales On Demand plan. How to generate sales 24-7 in 2022 for your painting business. So it's going to be a, a great episode. I'm super excited for this one, super excited for the workshop. Hope that a lot of you do show up. Remember it is the third Thursday of each month. Uh, the PCA will send out a notification of when exactly the workshop will be being held in terms of time and, and everything, uh, but do try to show up. That's where we take a deep dive into the personal circumstances of, of your specific painting company. You can ask questions. We can actually pull up your site, pull up uh, different reports that actually go through it live. So it's a lot of fun. People find a, a lot of benefit in it. If you haven't participated in a workshop yet, I do encourage you to show up for that one. So what we'll cover in this episode is coming up with clear goals for 2022. What's your target and what numbers do you need to hit it, right? It's, it's all math. It's pretty straightforward, um, but you do need to have a plan. You do need to know what those numbers look like and how are you going to get those numbers? We'll cover the three fundamentals of marketing success how to optimize your website for conversion in 2022 and beyond. This is, has shifted somewhat uh, in terms of what you need to be doing now. The big picture of all the online marketing channels you should be tapping into to generate sales 24-7. So marketing, really, you do want to view it uh, as a holistic thing, um, multi-pronged thing, because that's how you really magnify the power of your marketing. Uh, different channels sort of boost each other. The latest trends that will be taking hold in 2022, we'll be covering that. There have been some pretty significant changes throughout 2021 in the industry and in marketing in general. And then develop a custom action plan based on where you are now and what you need to do now for your painting business. Again, this ties back with the first bullet coming up with clear goals. You know, what's your target? Um, what numbers do you need to hit it? And that's really gonna, gonna obviously play into your action plan. Even though this is a recording, uh, do pay attention, treat it as though it's not. You get out of this series what you put into it. So turn off your cell phones, turn off your Facebook. Uh, if you're a painting business owner and you're serious about growing your business in 2022 and beyond, you know if you're really wanting to grow and, and become a really dominant force in the industry, this episode is critical. It's I would say it's the most important of the entire Learn to Grow series. So do uh, give it your attention. We have plenty of course materials for this episode. So there are, there's a workbook, there's a, a, a cheat sheet, um, and then there's there's another resource. There are several resources. You can go to www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash 2022. That's 2022. 
Again, www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash 2022 to download the resources. Do make sure you do that, fill them out, take advantage of them. Uh, they're there for you to utilize the free resources. Um, so this is the digital dominance wheel. You know, we, we've covered this uh, in each of the, the episodes, but none is more important than I would say this one right here. Um, this is how you can close high quality painting leads 24 seven, even while you sleep, get painting leads on demand and actually turn those leads into profitable jobs, right? Profitable paint jobs, residential, commercial, a lot of residential repaint. Um, we have a lot of success with that using this method. So number one is the website. It's your foundation, have a strong copy, ha have the right conversion elements in place, you know, on page optimization done right. Um, in terms of, of actually converting your visitors, your website visitors into customers, you know, we're, we're not in the vanity game. We're in the sanity game. So we want revenue. We want profit. We don't just want eyeballs on our website, uh, monthly blogging and, and actually making your website a, a sales machine for you. Uh, number two, SEO. So Google My Business, citation development, quality link creation. You know, the a website's only good if people are actually on your website, right? And, and doing a pro appropriate painter-specific SEO strategies over the long term can get you to the top of Google, get you to the top of Google Mobile, get you in the three-pack at the top of the three-pack, uh, can get you top of Bing, Yahoo, you know, for, for some people do use these other browsers or these other search engines and uh, ultimately get a lot more visitors to your site that are primed, ready to become quality customers. Uh, review management, increasing your reviews, managing reputation, you know, online reputation is critical. It also plays into the other things, you know, into the website. You'd want to have a review widget on your website, trust, sending trust signals, uh, SEO, Google loves to see the Google My Business reviews. Uh, so it all plays together. This whole digital dominance wheel, it plays together. You know, as you, one mistake we see a lot of painting company owners make is, is they'll kind of check, check out one, one avenue or two avenues and and that's what they do to grow their business and, and they're growing. So they think that they've nailed it. Um, you don't want to just throw money everywhere. Obviously that that's a huge recipe for disaster, but just because you're growing in one channel or two channels, if, if you actually add a lot of channels and you do it the right way, the it's, it's exponential, your, your growth, um, the effects are exponential. So uh, this stuff's very powerful. Uh, number four, pay-per-click Google ads, Bing search, uh, very powerful. You're, you're meeting people when they are searching explicitly for your services. They're absolutely a, a potential customer in the market right now. So that's the power of that. Once you dial that in, uh, once you get the, the Google ads dialed in, you know your cost per conversion, you know all your key performance indicators, your KPIs, you know, you know what's it costing you per link click, uh, when people land on your landing page, how many of those people are converting into customers, what's your average revenue and profit per customer. Once you get it all dialed in, that just becomes a, a machine that you can dial up and down um, as you wish. So super powerful. Retargeting, retargeting, you, you know, if you're running any paid ads, make sure you're running retargeting ads. These are just targeting people who uh, visited your website or who clicked on your lead form or or whatnot depending on on uh, how you're doing it but people who express interest in your company who haven't become customers those are very warm leads uh, and they're very cheap to market to so big win there um, paid directories we put it in to be complete you know angie's list home advisory up thumbtack i'm not the biggest fan i do put it in to be complete um, you know it is a it is an important part of the business model a lot of painting companies use them uh, so you know you can try it we, we've uh, had some people who have had great success with yelp um, and you know, 99% of people who have it, we've had some people who have had great success with Angie, you know, formerly home advisor or Angie's list. Uh, and then probably 70, 80% of people who have it. So, um, it's worth exploring email marketing, social media, you know, repeat referral, referral business is an active, it's an active, 
business source. It requires an active uh, marketing marketing stance, marketing presence to really maximize referrals. You know, it's not passive. That, that's a huge, huge, huge mistake in this industry. People think it's passive. Go out, do good work, and you'll get referred. That's true. Go out, do good work, employ great marketing campaigns that keep you top of mind for the people that you did great work for, and you'll get referred a whole lot more. Uh, and then social ads, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, this is meeting people where they're already at. Uh, the numbers are astronomical for how much time people spend on these platforms. So if you can create compelling campaigns and then you can automate much of the follow-up, which, which we do all of that uh, in terms of, of having a very professional follow-up that leverages, uh, does all the work for you so you don't get bogged down in, in trying to keep up with all the leads, uh, super powerful. So this stuff works together. You know, different people find, different people find you different ways. Um, different different customers coming through different funnels and also most painting customers uh, you know especially if you're selling kind of premium services at premium prices have to be touched five to seven times before they make a buying decision so you want to you want them to see you everywhere basically you want to be omnipresent you're you're running a local service business um, you know you, you have local service areas it's it's not that many people it's not that big of a space uh, and if you run the right campaign you can affordably be everywhere and that's how you become the the 200 pound gorilla in your local your local service area these episodes are brutal talking for talking for an hour non-stop um all right so question what is the hardest part about marketing your painting business online you know and again it's this is an episode um so it's recorded you know this workshop we do it live but if you are watching the recording or listening to the podcast think about that for a second maybe even pause it you know, what, what is your biggest struggle? You know, I assume if you're listening to this or watching this that, that you have marketed your business or attempted to market your business or you've maybe hired a company to market your business. What's been the problem? What's been the struggle, right? And, and if most of it's been good, has any of it not been good? Or, or you know, ha, has any of it you wish that it went better, right? So what, what's been the biggest struggle? Um, if you haven't downloaded the resources, there is a workbook uh, super, super helpful workbook. I think it's about 12 pages or something. Uh, again, you can download all these resources at www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash 2022 www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash 2022. So why does this matter? So you have so many options, right? You have so many options of, of what to invest in. It can be really overwhelming. I know for me it was. Um, I ran a, a mobile auto detailing business prior to uh, getting into digital marketing. That's how, ultimately how I got into digital marketing is, is I built and sold a, a service-based business and I, I recognized the power of digital marketing. I recognize, you know, with, with mobile detailing, I would argue even more so than with painting, very much a commodity business, very much a price-sensitive, price, price sensitive, price-based business, a lot of tire kickers, a lot of people just looking for the cheapest detail possible. So to, to differentiate and be able to successfully charge a premium was difficult. And, that, and that's where I realized how, how much power controlling the messaging is, how much power if you can actually find the right customer avatar, deliver the right messaging, set your company apart for, for things that really matter, to again that right customer, it's not going to matter to the wrong customer, but that's not who we're focused on. It matters to the right customer. You can charge a premium. You can build a profitable, sustainable business that eventually you can sell. You know, or create a legacy and 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 pass it on to your children. Whatever your long-term plan is, either way provides you freedom and financial security. So it's what I was looking for. I think it's what a lot of a lot of you are looking for. Um, so it is powerful. So for the, the maximum flow of call leads and profitability in your painting business, be leveraging this digital dominance wheel. 
you know, be leveraging this to have that on-demand uh, painting system. You know, we, there's SEO, pay-per-clicks, websites, social, etc. Again, we, we wrap all of this up. We do it for you. Um, you can also go back and listen to um, my eight uh, Learn to Grow series. Each is about an hour and, and then an hour-long workshop, hour 15-minute workshop. And, uh, you know, you can you can learn this stuff on your own. It'll take a long time, um, you know, probably a couple of years to do it super right, but you can. Um, so one of the things we find is, is some of the companies are, are making a major investment in marketing and they don't really have much to show for it. So you, you fail in this game if you don't have a clear plan because you can overspend or worse, you underspend and you underperform. You know, so, so overspending is bad, obviously, because if you're overspending, it means you're not getting the right return. I don't care how much you spend. It's not an overspend if you're getting a fantastic return on it. I'll, I'll, I'll spend, I'll mortgage my house 10 times over if I'm getting a 10 plus or 10, 10x return on it, of course. Um, but if, if you are not getting a good enough return, that's a problem. And if you're, if you're underspending, if you're just, you know, relying on word of mouth or referrals and in your mind, you're going to take your business, which is maybe at, at 300,000, 500,000, 700,000, and you're going to be a $5 million company, but you're, you're just going to keep bumping along, r- relying on referrals or word of mouth or, you know, a newspaper ad or whatever. Um, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. So you, you have to have a clear plan. You have to know where you're going. You have to know your numbers and then you have to figure out how you're going to get there. Uh, the opportunity, you know, having a clear plan with goals, targets, and KPIs, key performance indicators, know your numbers. If you don't know, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a destination, then you don't know where you're going. So you're just going to kind of wander and, and well, I want to get bigger. I want to grow. That's not a plan, right? Have, have clear goals because then once you have clear goals, then you can actually establish a marketing budget and you can actually you can actually have key performance indicators. No, okay, I, w- I want, you know, I, w- I want to budget X amount per month, and, and from that month, I, I need to get this many leads, and I expect this many leads to turn into this many estimates. You know, I, w- I want 75, 80% of my leads to become free estimates, and <clears throat> of the estimates, I'd like to book 40% of them. You know, so when I go out and conduct an estimate, four out of 10 of those are going to become customers, and and of the customers, I want my average ticket value, my average revenue value, my average sales value to be $5,000, $6,000, and and okay, that five thousand, six thousand dollars, I want to have a fifty-two percent profit margin on that. My gross profit, meaning you know, five thousand, I'm going to make a little over twenty-five hundred dollars gross profit. And then I have this overhead, right? So you got to know your numbers because if you really want to become a big company, and not everyone does, not everyone does, but if you want to get comfortably past a million, comfortably past two million, you know, to the point where you are creating a serious painting business, uh, you do need to know those numbers. You need to run it like a business, not a, not not run it like a painter. Um, you know, the win is generating enough leads to hit your targets and keep your bands running, uh, having a great ROI uh, on your investment, and ultimately maximizing your lead flow. So maximizing maximizing your lead flow to hit your sales goals for 2022 and beyond. You know, 2022, if you haven't fully dove into marketing, if you haven't fully figured this out, if you kind of tried this, tried that, um, <clears throat> make 2022 your year. Make it your year. Go all in on 2022. Go all in on your business, and I think you'll be amazed 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 at the opportunity that is there uh so number one got a couple couple action steps here set clear goals so what are your goals for 2022 brian tracy um has great great stuff uh he has a a quote i really like success is goals all else is commentary right so what are your goals are they clearly defined um without goals you're you're just kind of like a sailboat to sort of you know, wherever the wind blows, it takes you. And and that it, you know, to me, I want to grow the business or I, w- I want to earn more money or make more money. That's just a sailboat just kind of floating around, right? You, that's not, not a clear goal. It's not a business plan. That's not a real business goal. 
um, clear goals, once you actually get this stuff figured out, you know, okay, I am, I am at 500,000. I made 500,000 last year <clears throat> by the, you know, in 2022, I'd like to make over a million. That's a hundred percent growth rate. So you want a hundred percent growth rate. Okay. What are you going to do to get there? How many leads do you need? What, what percentage of those leads, um, do you typically turn into estimates? What, what percentage of those estimates do you typically, uh, turn into book jobs and are those percentages okay? Are the percentage, are your percentages are okay or is there a problem? Because there might be a problem. And I'm gonna tell you if if you're getting all referrals and you say, oh well, 80% of or 90% of my uh, leads, I turn into book jobs, that's not going to be the case when you start more actively marketing. And that scares some people off. You know, say, well, I'm not even, I'm not closing anywhere near when they come through, through Facebook or Google or even Google Organic. Google Organic tends to close pretty high, but I'm not closing anywhere near uh, the 90% I was, but how many, how many companies that are making well over a million, well over 2 million, well over 5 million, how many of those companies do you think close 90 plus percent of their leads? None, none of those companies close that, that amount, but it's a numbers game. You have to know your numbers, right? So it's about becoming a, a company owner, um, you know, a business owner, <clears throat> not a painter and being willing to embrace the change, embrace the marketing, you know, embrace the tech. Uh, so There was a Harvard study uh, done in 1979, interview of Harvard grads. I always find this study really fascinating. So, interview, you know, Harvard is one of the, one of the, if not the best um, schools in the country. Uh, very prestigious. People tend to do very well after graduating from Harvard. Um, and and in this study, 84% of them uh, listed no specific goals for their life. So they had no clear goals, just wanted to succeed. You know, whatever that meant. 13% uh, of them had goals but they had not written the goals down. So they, they knew what they wanted, you know, whether maybe they wanted to make, um, you know, and by the time they're 45, they want to make $2 million a year, right? Or, or maybe it's something like that, but hadn't written it down. So it was a little bit vaguer. And then 3% had clear written goals and plans to accomplish them. So 3% of these Harvard grads have what I'm talking about right now. They had, okay, I'm at 500,000 This for, for you. I'm at 500,000 revenue. By the end of 2022, I want to be at over 1 million. And by the end of 2025, I want to be over 5 million, right? And these are the steps that I'm going to take. And these are the marketing channels I'm going to use. And, and these are the agencies I'm going to, I'm going to partner with and try uh, to get there, right? <clears throat> and this is how, what I want to see and et cetera. So 3% had clear written goals like that. And the results were uh, astounding. You know, I would assume that the people who had the goals were, were kind of uh, going to do better. You know, they're obviously action takers, but the results were astounding. So the 13% of the class who had goals were on average, this is 13% that had goals but not written down, um, twice, twice as successful, twice as successful as the 84% who had no goals. Twice. So that, that's, that's a big differentiate. That, that is a, a big differential. Twice as successful. Um, and then this is where it gets insane. So the 3% who had clear written goals, the 3% who had actually written it down, the goals and the plan, were on average 10 times, 10 times uh, as successful as the other 97%. 10 times. <clears throat> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine graduating from Harvard knowing, they didn't know, but now we know, knowing that you are going to be 10 times as successful as the rest of your class? Uh, that, it's obviously blown away, but it, it shows the importance of goal setting. It shows the importance of plan setting. Um, don't just drift, you know, and that's one of the reasons that that painter marketing pros we partner with the PCA, 
that's one of the reasons that we uh, love working with PCA members is, is many PCA members are more forward thinking, they're setting goals, they're planning, um, they're planning things out and, and they're business owners, right? Ultimately, this is about making a decision to grow a business and be a business owner. Uh, goal setting framework. So you need to have goal written goals and plans uh, at a minimum set a one year goal and you need to have a 12 month goal, um, quarterly goals and monthly goals. Because if you set that one year goal and that's your only goal, uh, then it's easy to lose track. You know, it's nice to sit down, set the goal, and, and then four months later, you've kind of forgotten about the goal. You don't really know whether you're on track to get the goal. So you have to back back that into quarterly goals and monthly goals. And, okay, what does that ramp up look like? You know, if you want to get to a million, well, then you need to be adding another 500,000. So, so what does that look like in January? What does it look like in February? What does it look like in March? How do you know whether you're on track to hit that or not? Um, and then you must, 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 must have a stopping point <clears throat> and that's really what this episode is focused on. Have a stopping point at the beginning of each new year uh, and the end of each quarter to reflect how did you do based on your goal and what are you going to do going forward. You know, if there are pivots or changes that need to be made, what are you going to make? How do you even know if you're not tracking all your numbers? How do you even know whether you need to make changes? You don't. If you don't know all your numbers, you don't even know what you need to do because you don't know what's happening. So data is powerful. Data is powerful. What are your goals for 2022? What is your revenue target? Right? Again, if, if it's a million, well, how much is that monthly? That's 83,000 monthly. That's 83,000 monthly that you have to make. How many calls will that require? Right? Well, okay, what's your average transaction value? What is you, you know, of the number of calls you get, how many end up turning into jobs? Right? So it's a little bit of math. So an example is what is your uh, goal for 2022? Here, the revenue target is 2 million uh, monthly. That's 167,000, you know, 83. 83.3 times two. Uh, what is your average transaction value? We, we put in 5,000 um, as a placeholder. We find that a lot of companies float around that, some higher, some a little bit lower. <clears throat> and then how many book jobs will that require per month? Well, it's, you, you divide the 167,000 revenue that you need per month by the 5,000 average job value, and it's 33 jobs per month. So that's how many jobs you would need per month at a $5,000 value to hit 2 million. And so then, okay, that's jobs though, that's book jobs. You're not gonna close every lead, you're not gonna convert every lead into a book job. So what's your conversion rate from caller to book job? Let's say you have a 55% conversion rate. So then you divide your close target by your conversion rate, 33 closed calls divided by the 55%, 0.55 means you need 61 leads per month. If you have a 55% conversion and you have a $5,000 ticket value, 61 leads per month will get you to 2 million. This obviously doesn't take into account seasonality. You know, some months are going to be busier than others. Uh, it doesn't take into account if you're ramping up, you know, the beginning of the year will be a little slower than the end of the year. So it doesn't take into account things like this, but it's a great starting point. So there is a worksheet here um, that actually does these numbers for you. So it's part of the, the resources, the free resources that we're providing. Do please download that. Uh, again, it's www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash 2022. Uh, and you'll get this lead generation target planner. So you can see it, it kind of does the numbers for you. You, you plug in um, where you need to plug in and ultimately it's going to, to tell you uh, how many leads you, you need to get and, and if, you're, if you have an average cost uh, per generated lead, if you know essentially, like in this example, it's $50 per lead. Um, if you need to get 61 leads uh, with all these numbers to hit your $2 million mark, then you would need uh, an investment of $3,030 per month right in, into your marketing so this is how you can figure out okay this is what how much revenue I want to get 
um, knowing your numbers, you can back into how much you need to spend on marketing and where you should spend it. <coughs> so what's your goal for 2022 and how many leads we need monthly to get there? That's the exercise. Do take download uh, the workbook and run through it. Run through the numbers. It's a free resource. Use it. You know, use it. Um, you can always reach out to me if you have questions on it too. Uh, some, some people aren't familiar with, with Excel. It is an Excel. Um, we tried to make it simple. So the fundamentals. Um, your, your market who, who are you serving? And, and not, you know, well, we serve everyone uh, surrounding Dallas. No, that's not who you're serving. You know, you're, you're serving, um, home, you know, homeowners who are married um, in the Dallas area who, whose home value is over 500000 That That's more of someone who you're serving, right? So who are you serving? What's your customer avatar? Um, once you know your customer avatar, then you know how to communicate with that avatar. What's the messaging that works with that avatar? What do they respond to? What do they care about? What are their fears? What are their desires? And then the media, how? How do you communicate with them? Where are they? Where are they likely to respond? Um, so to update your marketing message, who is your ideal customer avatar? What are, their, what are their pains and frustrations, their goals and desires, fears and implications, dreams and aspirations? You know, this can seem... Uh, it can seem overkill. I know to me when I learned it years ago, it did. It did seem overkill, but it helps. You know, the one of the the issues that a lot of painting companies have is they're viewed as a commodity. You know, it's again, it's the issue I had uh, with running a mobile detailing business. Well, what's your price? I'm going to go with the cheapest. So how do you get around that? We get around that by figuring out what kind of customer do you want. You don't want the one who is cheap. You don't want the one who who just wants to save a buck. That's let somebody else take that customer. That's not your customer, right? Not if you're trying to build a really profitable, big painting company, that's not your customer. You want a customer who values quality, right? Who, who's willing to pay a premium for quality, for security, for trust, for an extended warranty, for whatever, whatever it is you can convey to them that, Hey, you're going to get the job done. Right. Guaranteed. Right. That's, that's who you want. And once you know who you want, you know how to communicate with them. And it's not just, Oh, we, we paint, we freshen up your house. You know, that's all great. That's all good and great, but that's what everyone says. Right? That's what everyone says. So you have to figure out, based on your ideal customer, how do you stand out? How do you speak to that person in, in your local service area, that, that wealthy homeowner in the Dallas suburbs? How do, you, how do you communicate in a way that is going to make your painting company very much stand out from other painting companies? Because that's how you charge more and still land at a cons jobs at a consistently high rate. So uh, this is just an example. Who's your ideal customer avatar? So demographics, it kind of shows you some of the the level of detail to go into. And again, if this if uh, this is something that you want help with, show up to the workshop. Well, we'll take a, a deep dive in, into your customer avatar for your business. Demographics, a homeowner, you know, not a renter, obviously, not, a, not an apartment or condo dweller, probably. Um, homeowner, <clears throat> 35 plus years old, typically female, occasionally male, married with two to three kids, head of household, 85 plus annual household income. I think that number is a little low, um, you know, but whatever, whatever works for you. Family oriented, reliable, uh, easily frustrated. This is something people don't think a, a lot about. Easily frustrated, not handy, you know, because these are people who just don't want to do it. They don't want to deal with it because ultimately one of your biggest competitors is the homeowner themselves. They can paint their own house. Everyone, you know, typically has painted a room or painted something. So they think, well, I can just paint it myself. So, you know, easily frustrated, not handy. That person doesn't want to. Uh, likes gardening, crafting, and art. So they like to they like to have some some free time. You know, they have some hobbies. They don't want to be spend all their free time painting their house. Uh, lives in the suburbs, upper middle class or, or upper class neighborhood. Takes an interest in her community. Pains and frustrations. Not satisfied with the house color or paint quality. Can't find a painting company she trusts. 
wants the house to look better, too busy to deal with herself, worry the situation of the house could be unhealthy for the family. So if there's ever any kind of safety concern, uh, and especially with interior painting, that, that's a big way that you can you can build up your, your company. You know, interior is obviously requires a different level of trust, especially if the family's there. There's a different level, level of trust and interaction there. Uh, embarrassed by the house appearance, people's ego drives them. People's ego drives them, especially with painting. Uh, embarrassment drives people. <clears throat> Fears and implications being ripped off or overcharged. Nobody wants to, to be ripped off or overcharged. There's always a fear with, with home service contractors. Uh, paying too much for something she could have gotten elsewhere. Uh, having the home is, home damaged by faulty workmanship. You know, the painters being sloppy. Uh, job running over time or, or budget somehow. Being inconvenienced, trying to coordinate with the painting company. Uh, disasters creating the house. Bill ends up being more than she can afford. And she's embarrassed in front of friends or family by the painting company she chose. So we, we go into, into depth in this in... Uh, I believe the reputation management uh, workshop, but you know they're they're going to be a zero or a hero uh, based on the painting company that they choose. Don't underestimate people's ego and, and how influential it is in their decision making process. You know if they if you're looking at this upper class um, <clears throat> female homeowner and she chooses a, a great painting company and they come in and they do a fantastic job, while her family comes over, her friends come over and wow, I love what you done with the place. Did you re, re, did you um, redecorate? What what did you do? You know, wow, right? That's a great, great reaction. She picks a subpar painting company. You know, the, the paint's bleeding through. It's chipping. The, they, you know, splashes on the floor, whatever. They, they, they didn't do a good job. People come over, oh, oh. You know, that's kind of the reaction. So it's, she's a zero or a hero. It's a big deal. People are spending a lot of money. They certainly don't want to risk being a zero in front of people that they value their opinion of. Uh, and then goals and desires make the house look good. Have a well-cupped home she is proud of. Again, that ego. I have the issue behind her. Again, hassle, doesn't want to deal with it. Uh, taking care of her family, more income, money, and wealth. Uh, she wants to live in a nicer, more luxurious house. You're providing that. You're providing that to her in the same house that she's in. Um, <clears throat> drive a nicer car, you're not doing that, but understanding her motivations and her goals helps you understand her and what messaging resonates with her. Kids are healthy, happy, and successful. Spend more time with their family, travel and have fun with the family. Respect and approval of friends, family, and relatives. You are giving her that. You're giving her that if you do a great job. Peace of mind. You're giving her that too. That's where establishing that trust, building that trust with her, giving her that peace of mind to choose your painting company, to pay more for your painting company than the competitors. If you can see Joe Jones through Joe Jones' eyes, then you can sell what Joe Jones buys. Right? So that's, that's what all this is about. If you understand, if you can see the world through Joe Jones' eyes, you understand everything that, that Joe Jones or you know Katie Smith or whoever values, then you can communicate and sell to that person. <clears throat> so the messaging, after you understand your customer avatar, your messaging, what is your message? Why should someone choose to do business with you versus the competition? Why should they pay you more? Why should they pay you more? Because you need to charge more. You do not compete on price, not not ultimately. That You need to get out of that, right? You can't be unreasonable. You can't be three times as expensive as everyone else, but you don't compete on price. You're not a fly-by-night contractor. You're a business owner. You're building a business. So why would someone pay you more than the competition. That's what you have to think. If, you, if you're going into Walmart and you're looking, this is an example of a commodity, you're looking at, at toilet paper, and one toilet paper roll that doesn't appear to be in any way different from another, they're both off-brands, let's say, because if you're a big Charmin person or whatever, maybe this is different, but they're both kind of off-brands, and one is three times as expensive as the other, you would be an idiot to buy the one that's three. Why would you buy the one that's three times as expensive? Right, it doesn't make any sense. So think about that from your painting company. If you're not giving people a compelling reason to pay you more, then they're not going to. It's that simple. If you cannot decommoditize your painting business, 
you will compete on price forever. Um, and if you're not targeting the right people, you'll compete on price forever. If you don't get your, your correct customer avatar, if you don't, if you're, if you're not communicating to the right person with the right message through the right medium, uh, what benefits do you offer that your that your target customer avatar will resonate with? Uh, so some messaging we found that, that works, that's pretty applicable. We, we can, you know, we definitely can custom tell this, but this is all stuff that's, that's pretty generic. So it can be applied to basically any business. Uh, professional service with highest quality materials and care for the home business belongings, especially interior, you know, kind of walking them through sort of, hey, we have a, a 10 step process, 20 step process, 40 point inspection, you know, something along those lines, something telling them how you're going to take care of their house, their belongings, you know, how you're going to pr protect, preserve all, all the different quality assurance checks. That stuff is big. Um, <clears throat> upfront, upfront pricing, you know, that's pretty standard. Uh, satisfaction guarantee, some kind of guarantee. You know, what the companies we work with, we tend to have our clients, either the owner or the operations manager, whoever sort of overseeing the projects, actually record brief videos. So we'll have them record brief videos, and then we will include that in messaging to the pros prospective customers and to the actual customers, um, reminding them, hey, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm overseeing the project. I'm guaranteeing it. Call me right away if there's a problem. Right? I'm here for you. I'm going to take care of you. Uh, and then trustworthy painters, trusted painters, experience. Everyone wants experience, but why? Why experience? So don't just say we're experienced painters. Why? Why does that matter? We're experienced painters, so we know, you know, that that two co two coats need to be applied, right? We know the the importance of surface preparation. And here's what happens if you don't do surface preparation. And here's our, tw you know, twelve step process to ensure. And all also, by the way, we 100% guarantee your satisfaction. And also, by the way, I'm the owner and I oversee every, pre you know, also. It's trust signals. Build the trust signals. Give them a reason. The right, the right customer will pay you more if you give them a reason to. Uh, so you can make the case that you're a professional service with reliable and courteous painters, highest quality materials. Why does that matter? Why does it matter? Just saying, oh, we use, we use high quality paint or premium paint. If they don't know anything about painting, they don't know why that matters. Uh, money saving offers. You, you can do this. You know, I would I would be um, careful about how you do it. You know, if you do want to do money saving offers, that can still work. Even wealthy people like to feel like they're getting a deal. Uh, wrap it into holidays. Wrap it into things like that, because then you can do it without without discounting, really cheapening your services. Uh, clean cut, uniform professional painters. Again, not hard. Even if even if you're using subcontractors, buy buy them good looking t-shirts. You know, branded t-shirts or, or what whatnot. Right. Make sure your your crew looks good. Um, leave your home business your home or business cleaner than we found it, and great service satisfaction guaranteed. <coughs> so, what is your message? Take some time and kind of think about that, and then now after that we can look at. At the media, and the media is how, right? So we looked at that the at the who, you know, who's your customer avatar. We looked at the messaging, at the communication, and now we look at the media. How are you reaching that customer avatar? Okay, number three is make sure your hub converts. So your your website is your hub. You know, ultimately, if people are um, hearing about you online, really in any capacity. If they are uh, even getting referred to you, even repeat customers oftentimes will go to your website. And we know this because we track this data. You know, we, we track the, the visitors um, who go to our clients' painting website. So, you know, people are going to go to your website and make sure it converts. Make sure it's optimized. It's built in a way. Uh, and there's certain elements that we'll talk about here. And like, there's a whole, I think, episode six of the Learn to Grow series is all about how to optimize your website. So most of the stuff I'm talking about, this is a really holistic episode. Most of the stuff I'm talking about, we have a, a, a specific episode that dives really deep into it. So do check out the whole Learn to Grow series uh, if you want to learn more about any of this. Also show up to the workshop. Um, 
but optimizing it so that when people come to your website, they actually become customers. You know, we're, we're not in the, the vanity business, we're in the sanity business, right? We're here to, to generate uh, revenue and profit, not get not get eyeballs. We're not we're not just influencers or something like that. So, uh, is your website set up for conversion? Does it speak to your target avatar? Again, not the generic. Hey, we paint houses. We can paint your house. Um, does it address their fears and frustrations and speak to why they should choose you? Does it give them a reason to pay you more? Use that as your benchmark. Not just does it give them them reason to choose you. Does it give them a reason to pay you more? To knowingly pay you more? Uh, does it have authentic images of your team? on the homepage and throughout the website, right? So stock imagery, try not to use it, you know, really try not to use it. If you're just starting out or you're smaller, you, you haven't really put in the time to take the images, start taking them, use stock imagery for now, but people know stock imagery and it does not convey trust. It does not convey trust. So make sure you're using images of you, of your team, of your wrap vans if you have them. Uh, even if you're using subcontractors, put them in t-shirts, take pictures of them, you know, rolling houses, whatever, get some good photos. Um, get some before and after photos, add them to a portfolio page, etc. Doesn't include video elements on your website. So website welcome video, especially if, if you as the owner are kind of speaking, um, you know, directly to the prospective customer, that goes a very long way. Uh, videos feature your services and video explain why someone should contact you versus the competition. So there's a, a lot here. Um, there's a lot here with the multimedia. So the video, it conveys trust. Uh, it gets people really bought into your company but it also works for ranking your company because it gets people to stay on your website longer and and that's big for google for their algorithm so it'll actually help you rank your website um higher as well so more people will come to your website and it's kind of a flywheel effect does it does your website showcase your online reviews more prominently on the homepage with a tool like bird eye or view buzz are you really prominently displaying all your positive reviews do you have a system for for getting those positive reviews go review our uh number four reputation management um webinar or episode there does it make it easy for them to take action get contact with your companies you, you know is your phone number in the top right hand corner uh, of every page are you ensuring that there's a web form and, and ideally a side web form too on each page that customers can fill out and are you adding credibility with authority symbols you know better business bureau angie's list etc right do you, do you have these authority symbols that you can include you know are you five-star home advisor company whatever authority symbols you can include um, are there calls to action on each page to speak to your customer avatar and tell them exactly what to do next are you giving them an opportunity to engage via chat? You know, do, do you have a chat bubble? Um, do, you, do you have kind of custom pre-built responses to that? Are you leveraging marketing automation and, and SMS text messaging to maximize your lead conversion rates? Are you giving people the ability to text you? You know, that that's um, really powerful and we've seen a big, a big uh, growth, that's been a big growth area. So pull your website right now, is it built to convert? You know, based on all the things that I just said, is, does your website have all those criteria? So one of the, the biggest marketing issues facing painting companies is unconverted leads. You know, 2021 was, was a, a bit of an anomaly in terms of the demand and supply ratio. Demand kind of went through the roof, um, had a lot of new, you know, quote unquote painting companies. I say that because people who, who were able to get work in 2021 might not really last, right? It, it, I think the industry will consolidate and ultimately uh, it'll be a little bit more winner takes all. Um, or at least winner, you know, ends up having the, the real company that we all all want, right? Like the, the you know, you're generating the profit, um, you know, you, you're not enslaved by your company and, and you're able to support your family, provide for, for your kids, pay for college, ultimately sell the business or, or pass it off on credit legacy. So here's a problem with the unconverted lease, 50 to 60% of inbound calls, 50 to 60% leave unconverted and 90 
90% of web forms fail to convert. That's wild. 90%. It's like, why even have the web form on, on your website? If 9 out of 10, you're not even converting. And here's why. So leads that are not followed up within 15 minutes go cold. Really, if you're not following up within three minutes, uh, you're losing them already. Three minutes is a very tight time frame. Very tight time frame. The average customer must be followed up with five to seven times before booking. So you have to touch them, touch them, touch them, touch them. Not in an obnoxious way. Not you're just gonna call them and call them and call them. And, no, it's not like that, right? Just have these these automated text um, value add. You know, so you're adding value. You're not just hey, are you ready? Hey, are you ready? Hey, are you ready? You know that's annoying. You know no one's gonna respond well to that. Uh, automated text and email sequence built out, spaced out. That's a lot of what we spent time doing uh, building for our clients and, and a lot of how we've gotten conversions uh, way up. Uh, and then today's consumers prefer to interact by text message versus phone or email. You know, text message uh, is big now. Um, people love it. So here's the solution. Leverage marketing automation to follow up with web forms within the first two minutes of submission by a phone, email, and text message. So you're automatically calling them. Um, the way that works is, is we have actually a feature called Quick Connect. It calls you. So it actually calls you. Uh, says, you know, hey, Bob Smith just filled out the form. Press 1 to be connected now. You press 1. Hey, Bob, this is John with John's House Paintings. Oh, you just uh, filled out a form requesting more information. How can I help you today? Boom. Think about Bob's experience there. It's good. It's a good experience. Bob's reaction is typically, whoa. That's that's a reaction is, whoa. That's typically the first word that Bob's going to say. Wouldn't it, Doesn't that start to give Bob a reason to pay your painting company more when his reaction is, whoa? It's pretty good. Uh, email, text message. Again, Bob might not pick up. Wait a minute. Text. Hi, Bob. This is John with John's House Painting. Sorry, just request an estimate. Tried to give you a ring. I wanted to reach out right away and get that set up for you. Whoa. Still going to be whoa. Um, you know, he's not saying it because you're texting. But that that's the reaction you get. That's the experience you create. That's how you charge a premium. Right? And then you automate the follow-up so that every prospect's touched five or more times and, and is able to engage with you via two-way text messaging. So people don't pick up right away or don't respond to the text right away. You just keep following up in a non-obnoxious way, right? And we actually even have a, have one touch in three months later and one touch in six months later because sometimes people will will kind of spontaneously fill out a form or spontaneously uh, come through a Facebook at, Facebook lead um, form and and then they 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 don't move on it. Maybe they're not right ready right away. Maybe they're moving into their house and something got in the way, and and you would have just lost it. You know, ninety nine percent of painting contractors just lose that lead. But because you, you have a system in place that you don't have to think about that touches on one more time in three months down the line and one more time six months down the line, you would be amazed. You know, I'm talking 20, 30% of the time that person becomes a customer. Says, oh, well, thank you so much for reaching out. Actually, if something happened. I wasn't ready to move forward, but I am now. I'd, I'd love to get the, that, that estimate. I mean, that's amazing. That, that's just money that is just, just being left on the table, just disappearing if you don't have a system like that in place. So simple math. You know, if you have, let's say, 50 leads coming in a month and your conversion rate is 25%, you don't have a follow-up, you know, you, you don't have this, all these automations in place, you, you book 12 jobs a month, um, then your average ticket value, let's say, is 5000 we're going with that, so you make 60000 a month. For some of you, that would be a lot. Be like, wow, that's great, that's really great. Uh, some of you, that, that wouldn't be a very bad month. Um, you know, but but this is 50, 50 leads a month, so it's a good amount of leads, right? For those of you, that, that would be a lot. You're probably not getting 50 leads a month. Not, not quality leads. Um, then let's look at this other conversion rate where you actually have all the systems in place and you're you're getting 50 leads a month and your conversion rate is 70%. So now you, you have the automated follow-up. You know, you're actually touching touching prospects the right way, right number of times. So now you book 35 jobs, average ticket value 5,000. That's $175,000 a month. That's, I think that's a, around 
uh, yeah, I guess that's around the, the two million or, or something, um, over two million a year, right? So you go from about seven hundred thousand to over two million a year just by getting your conversion rate up. Same exact number of leads. So getting getting that conversion um, rate up basically makes every lead that you generate much more valuable. So that is is important. It's critical. It's very much undervalued. It's very much underestimated. You know, people. Um, one of the, one of the biggest misconceptions I see with painting company owners is a lead is good or a lead is bad. You know, oh, well, they're good leads. Oh, they're bad leads. And that's true to an extent. I don't want to say it's not true. And I say that cause a lot of leads that come through Yelp, good, good God, good God, they are bad. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that applies a little bit as well to some of the paper lead services, Angie and, and craft jogging, and you get some bad leads. You just do. Um, but then. But then there's also leads that come through that aren't necessarily inherently bad, you know, and just, oh, they're a bad lead. I, I call them and they didn't answer, and I call them the next day and they still didn't answer. They didn't even pick up the phone. Well, calling them twice is not a very sophisticated uh, follow-up process. You know, no no text message, or maybe there's one text message, but no email, no touch. You know, it's just one or two or three reach-outs, and that's it. We call it a day. Um, so a lot of times the issue is actually in the follow-up and, and in the sales process. You know, the, there's a quote I like, the, the fortune is in the follow-up. So using automations, we use automations for all our customers. It's, it's a big differentiator for us. Um, it's a big part of how we're able to produce the results we are, uh, is leveraging this idea of the fortune is in the follow-up. So action items, what three conversion elements, you know, the, the conversion elements that we discussed, you know, phone number in the top right, uh, call to action in the top right of every page, uh, video, multimedia elements on your pages, uh, ideally some some video on the homepage of the customer, of the painting company owner, um, talking specifically to, uh, the prospective customer, you know, ideally videos on each of the service pages. You know, what, what are these three elements are you going to implement on your website? Pick three and implement them. You know, if, if you're building your own website, or you have a web developer or whatever, pick three, implement them, you know, get the ball rolling. Uh, done is better than perfect. doesn't have to be perfect, but do start making moves, you know, and, and come up with your 2022 plan. That's what this is all about. So takeaways, what did you learn? What surprised you? And what would you like to discuss in the workshop? If you are listening to this or you're watching this prior to the workshop, come, think about it. Think about it. Kind of go through it. Um, you know, what What in your painting business really, what, what resonates with you here? What do you want to take a deep dive on? It's a, it's a the workshop's a great opportunity to take deep dives. Uh, know and track your KPIs. So do you know your key performance indicators, your KPIs, call tracking? Are you tracking your calls? Do you know... Um, how many calls are coming through all the different lead sources, whether it's Google ads or Facebook ads, or, or they found you organically, or they came through your Google My Business listing organically. Um, you know, how, how are people, or they came through some paper lead service. How are people finding you? And are you tracking your, your calls? Are you tracking the average cost per call generated based on that channel? You know, you're paying, what, $40 for, for Facebook, $80 for Google. What are you, what are you paying for your cost generated, um, for your call generated, and then conversion rates? So, you know, okay, you're paying more for Google, but you're converting at twice as high a rate. You know, what, what are you converting by each marketing channel? You can see how this, this can get a little overwhelming. Um, it can get a little overwhelming. It doesn't have to be crazy, but that's where partnering with, uh, you know, a company that does all this, like Painter Marketing Pros and industry specific makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I, so I, I'm obviously biased, but I also think it's a no brainer. Uh, revenue profit versus investment by a marketing channel. You know, what's your ROI? What's your return on investment by each marketing channel? Don't view marketing, again, you want to view marketing as this holistic thing. You, you know, you're, you're utilizing all these different channels. They ultimately complement each other, um, and, and the growth is exponential. It's not linear. Um, but if, you, if you're if you just saying, oh, I put in this much into marketing, I got this much out, you know, that's good. 
even if it's good, well, maybe it could be better. Is there one channel that's killing it and one channel that's not doing as well? If so, then, then we need to evaluate. We need to evaluate what needs to change or, or does that channel, is that just not a viable channel for you? You know, is maybe HomeAdvisor and your, or Angie now and your, your local service area is not a great channel for you. That might be the case. Um, or it might be okay. You know, maybe you should keep it. So understanding that, you know, then you don't waste money. You know your data. Data is powerful. And then have a simple dashboard to measure your KPI. So, you know, getting all this stuff, we, we were able to supply that dashboard so you actually know what's happening uh, with your business. What gets measured gets done. Uh, so, so far, covered a lot. So we've covered the clear goal and the target for 2022, understanding uh, your, your market, your message, and your media. You know, who is your, your customer avatar? What message and, and how are you reaching that person? Um, we made sure the website's optimized for conversion. Talked about, I think, 12 of the most important components. Um, again, less than six to an hour of focus on optimizing the website and then uh, setting up a simple KPI tracking dashboard. Uh, number five, so the key trends in 2022. So we've seen a big shift from phone conversion to message conversion. This shift just continues, uh, continues to accelerate in importance. People like texting, it's easy. Um, again, there, there's a whole, I forget which episode, I think it's, I think it might be five. I think it's episode five is focused on conversion. Um, and there's, there's a statistic in there. I think it's 97% of text messages are responded to. People feel compelled to respond to a text message, you know, cause normally it's only friends and family members who text people. You get solicitors call you and, and good God knows that you get uh, solicitors emailing you. You know, many, many, many emails are not responded to. We include emailing because it's it's part of the holistic plan and, and we find a lot of uh, older people tend to respond uh, well to emails. But a lot of, you know, a lot of emails are ignored. You know, we, we all get spammed and bombarded by emails, but not by text. You know, so when you when you deliver it in the right way in a professional tone and, and value add, uh, text is a big play. Uh, must have an, an all-in perspective. So the SEL, PPC, social, if there's local service ads um, in your area through Google uh, using that. And then a huge demand surge uh, occurred throughout 2021. And and this is, I think it's just important to acknowledge um, a, a huge demand surge occurred. So I, I, I think it's COVID. I think it's, uh, you know, stimulus money. I think, think it's unemployment. I think there's a lot of things. I think a lot of um, people who wanted to, to get projects completed in 2020 didn't because of the COVID outbreak. And, and so then 2021 kind of seemed, uh, kind of saw double demand, uh, you know, t- built up, pent up demand from 2020 and then normal demand, uh, annual demand in 2021. And then you had people sitting at home. So, so their homes, if, if, if they didn't like the paint, you know, it's got to bother them more because now they're at home staring at it versus at work or, or traveling or whatever. So you had this huge demand in 2021. So what happened? So Jobs became a lot easier to get, uh, and guess what? A lot of painting companies started. So I cannot tell you how many, I cannot even tell you how many people have come to Painter Marketing Pros with the story. Well, I, I used to to work, you know, I worked for a commercial painting company for 20 years, and and I'm tired of seeing them get rich, and and now I'm going to make myself rich. And this idea, I'm well, I'm I'm tired of making the man rich, and I'm going to make myself rich. And for some of those people, they might succeed. But if, if that's kind of their mantra, like I'm tired of making them rich, I'm going to make myself rich. And that's as far as it goes, they're not going to succeed because they're not thinking like a business owner. They're not respecting the process. You know, when, when the demand and the supply is so far out of whack, when the big established painting companies are booked out six plus months, you know, when it's that insane, everyone and their mother thinks that they can run a painting business profitably. 
And then what happens? Then you start getting so much price competition, right? Because guess what? That demand supply scenario is going to level out, level out, right? In 2022, 2023, it's going to level out. But there's still going to be all these painting company owners trying to make it, trying to establish themselves as a business. That's going to result in more price competition, which increases the need to decommoditize your painting company. You must decommoditize. You must show you are not that person. Your painting company is legitimate. Your painting company is a serious business that is seriously growing, and you must be able to charge a premium to pay painters what they need to be paid to maintain good staff, to maintain good marketing, to maintain good presence, to wrap your vans, and to take home enough money to take care of you and your family. So there, there's just that huge demand supply shift is going to is going to have an effect in the future, and you need to plan now for how how are you going to give people a reason to pay you more money over all of these, um, you know, fly by night painting contractors? How, what, what's your reason? Because that problem is going to become even worse than it's been historically. That is a, a big trend. Uh, number six, build your 2022 plan. So what is your plan? Um, make it holistic. You know, go all in. Have 2022 be your year. Um, you know, don't don't just rely on one thing. Uh, have it all, right? Have a website that's built to convert, proactive SEO that works. You know, build build a, a highly optimized website at, um, and get it ranked at the top of Google. I mean, that's huge. Uh, Google Maps optimization, uh, it's huge. People, uh, you know, being in that three-pack on Google Maps, you get so many, so many, so many calls um, from people searching on mobile devices. Uh, focus on online reviews and reputation. That that plays so many different ways. It plays under your website because you, you put it under a review widget. You're building trust signals. It plays when people see your Google My Business. When they search on mobile, they see all the reviews. And it also helps you show up more because it's part of the ranking factor. So then more people are going to see you. So more people convert and more people see you. The Getting the reviews and the online reputation is important. Um, and then getting ahead of negative reviews. So we have a system in place to actually get ahead of negative reviews because you, you really want to try to minimize those. Anything three stars or less is a bad review. Um, strategic pay-per-click campaign, you know, getting that dialed in so you can you can turn the volume up and down uh, as you as you want to grow. That becomes very powerful. A social presence and email marketing, you know, uh, reactivation campaigns. So reactivating your uh, past customers or, or, you know, prior leads that didn't convert, you know, how do you reactivate them? And then precision tracking and measurement of the KPI, so key performance indicators, so understanding your numbers. Use a holistic approach to obtain truly effective marketing you know, again, this is for this is for painting companies that have aggressive growth goals. This is for painting companies that that want to become serious businesses, right? That want to do well over a million, uh, well over two million. That's what this is for. If if your goal is, you know, do half a million or a couple hundred thousand, if that's your goal, then you really don't need to do this. Uh, I would actually encourage you not to. I would still invest in the website and the SEO, uh, and then maybe some Facebook ads here and there, right? But if, if you're trying to to really grow, really become an authority in your space, really own your space, um, and get those sales on demand, then then this is how you do it. Uh, so we include a checklist, something that you can download and, and check out yourself, uh, Painter Online Marketing Checklist. Uh, you can, again, uh, well, you can actually download this one from, from two places, uh, www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash checklist. Again, www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash checklist. Or it's also included in the in the overall resources for this episode. So www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash 2022. Again, 2022. Um, so the action items, what are the top three marketing initiatives you need to implement to hit your 2022 goal? You know, don't get overwhelmed. It's easy to get overwhelmed and just do nothing. You know, if you pick three things, what would they be? I'll tell you, if I were, if I were picking three things, it would be uh, the website, the SEO, and then probably either Facebook, probably automations. I, I would get automations in place and, and leverage either Facebook or Google ads. That, that would be the three that I would definitely pick. 
Um, takeaway, so what did you learn? What surprised you? What would you like to discuss in the workshop? Do come to the workshop. If, if any of this seems of interest or you have specific questions, come. We'll take a deep dive. Um, you know, it's free. It, it's great situation. Uh, so what we've covered, we've set goals for 2022, how many leads you need to hit your target, the three fundamentals of marketing success, how to optimize your website for conversion in 2022 and beyond, the big picture of all the online marketing channels you should be tapping into to maximize your lead flow online, get that on-demand sales system, you know, generate those sales while you sleep, again with the automations, uh, the latest trends you must be aware of leading into 2022, uh, should be a very interesting year. And then develop a custom action plan based on where you are now and what you need to do now. If you want us to uh, look at your online presence for you, uh, we actually include a, a complimentary strategy session and, and an online audit for you. Um, go ahead and reach out. You can go to www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash schedule. Again, www.paintermarketingpros.com forward slash schedule. You can give us a call at 1-800-813-4385. Again, 1-800-813-4385. Or you can email me directly, brandon at paintermarketingpros.com. Again, brandon at paintermarketingpros.com. Thanks so much for participating in the final episode of the Learn to Grow series. We do have the Painter Marketing Mastermind podcast that is now rolling out with the PCA. Super, 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 super excited for that. Uh, we interview the owners of uh, painting companies that are doing well over a million in annual revenue. Uh, we've already interviewed... Uh, Brad Ellison of Somerset Painting Home Improvements, Nick Slavic of Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration, Brian Reese of Bell's Armies Painting, uh, Zach Osherman of, of, of Osherman Painting. We've done a lot of, of interviews. Um, we've had a, a lot of fantastic insight there, so do check that out. Be on the lookout. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening to this episode, and, and if it's interesting and you listen to it on time, come to the workshop. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.